Good morning, good people. My name is Nikki, and I'm your host of the Black Girl Budget Podcast. The Black Girl Budget Podcast has an international audience with listeners from the Bahamas, Australia, and Germany, to name a few. Welcome to Season 4, where I'm teaching you how to recognize and avoid pyramid schemes, various kinds of scams, predatory lending practices, and much more. With nearly 32,000 downloads on the podcast, the Black Girl Budget community is growing, and I'm glad you're here. Welcome to episode two of season four. I hope everyone took advantage of the tax-free weekend. Um, I personally did not because I did not need to buy anything. And I like we have to remember just because we want something does not mean that we need to buy it. And this goes for things that go on sale as well, right? Like just because the price goes down a little bit doesn't mean you have to buy something because you probably weren't going to spend that money in the first place. So I love to remind people that just because you can doesn't mean you should. Keep that in mind as we continue on our 30-day spending challenge. Our spending challenge is for the month of August. And remember, I don't care how much money you spend as long as it's within budget. But the real goal is to track our spending for the entire month. By tracking our spending, we will see if we are overspending or underspending, and then we'll go over some ways to adjust our spending along the way. Now, I also released a new resource earlier this month called the Ultimate Budget Blueprint that keeps your budget organized and it's really easy to use. The Budget Blueprint is reusable and comes with three months of budgeting, spending trackers, and notes. The Budget Blueprint performs the calculations for your budget as you enter in your information. So grab your Budget Blueprint today from the Black Girl Budget website and join the 30-day challenge where we are tracking our spending. Now, last week, we talked about the history of Ponzi schemes, and I gave you all a few definitions for the various kind of scams and fraudulent activity that's out there. Today, we are talking about phone scams. Now, these scams seem to be the most common and consistent and have increased exponentially over the last few years. In fact, 59.4 million Americans lost money to phone scams in 2021. And by lost, I do in fact mean it was stolen. (laughs) And $29.8 billion were stolen by scammers in 2021. This is a crazy amount of money, but we know none of us are losing billions of dollars personally, like individually. And I know y'all like Nikki. So what are people really losing? Like we're not losing billions. So what are we really losing? The average loss per person to a scam is $502. Now keep in mind, Bankrate conducted a survey of more than a thousand adults in the U.S. and found out that 56% of Americans cannot cover an unexpected bill that's $1,000. So on average, people are losing $500 to scams, but also 50, 56% of Americans can't cover a $1,000 bill that's unexpected. So imagine working on your credit score, paying your bills on time, saving money for your emergency fund, and then being scammed out of $502. Just think for a second, let's just think, imagine how that would affect our budget, how that would affect us. Like we have 500 and then it is just, it's taken from us. And a lot of these scams, it's so hard to track the people who are doing this. And it's really hard to get the money back, especially if they're using your bank account, your debit card information. 
it's really hard to get that money back. So let's go through some of the different flavors of scams that are out there so we are on guard. Make sure you share this episode with family and friends so they are aware of the kind of scams that they may run into. Now, some of these scams I covered in my scam series that I'm doing on Instagram and TikTok. So make sure you follow me on social media to get more posts. Let's start with the Netflix scam. And I call it the Netflix scam because scammers are pretending to be from Netflix. Not that the Netflix company is actually scamming people. Just want to make that clear because there were a couple people in my comments who um, did not catch that. So it's not that Netflix is scamming people. It is that scammers are pretending to be from the company Netflix and that's how they're scamming people. So the Netflix scammer will call, text or email you and basically say, hey, your renewal payment did for your subscription did not go through. And they'll ask you for your email, phone number, password and or payment method and they may even ask you to click on a link to make a payment so that you can get your subscription back right this is a phishing scam with the phishing scam scammers will send a fraudulent message with the intent to trick someone into giving out personal and or sensitive information what you need to remember is that scammers cannot get your information unless you give it to them so recognize the red flags in this scam and let's go through some of them First things first, do you even have an account with Netflix? Like when when I posted this scam on TikTok, I had quite a few people who were saying they get this kind of text or email from Netflix scammers, but they don't even have an account with Netflix. So if you know you don't have an account with the company the scammers claim to be from, that's a red flag. That's a red flag right there. That you can automatically get rid of. Also, check for spelling errors in the message. If it's text or email, check for any kind of spelling errors in the message because that's also going to be a red flag. Uh, Third red flag, if the correspondence doesn't have your name in it, then complete another red flag. Like a lot of companies are going to have your name inserted somewhere in the communication um, because they have that information, right? Or they're going to have some other information that identifies the company specifically. A lot of these emails, they'll just be like, oh, your payment from Netflix didn't go through. And we'll go through some other red flags. But a lot of times they're going to either give your first and or last name. Or they might do like the last four of your card number or something like that. So you're like, all right, this is looking legit. Um, But there are other red flags. So fourth one, if you receive an email before clicking on any links, check the email address that sent you the email if it's not from netflix.com or the company.com red flag if you get this kind of scam in text message form look at the link that they want you to click on and see if it has www.blahblahblahblahblahnetflix.com right or if the link looks completely unrelated to netflix like it doesn't say it whatsoever and it's just like www tx6ly.gxq at scammersdelight.com like right it's just a red flag so you want to make sure that you are paying attention to the little details because that can set you off as a red flag and then you can avoid the scam as well number five check your bank account if your payment has already come of your come out of your account then there should be no issue with your netflix account so check your bank account Payment comes out, red flag. Check your actual Netflix account. If you can get into your Netflix account 
and start playing a show or watching a movie, then you're good, right? Call the company directly if you still aren't sure whether or not it's a scam. But please, please, please remember to not click on any links in the text message or email. If it looks a little suspicious, if you're like, my payment should have gone through, there's nothing wrong with my car, or I'm using Netflix right now when I just got this message, please don't click on any links until you are sure you are dealing with a Netflix representative. Now, Netflix, the real Netflix, has a page on their website that says it will never ask for credit or debit card numbers, bank account details, or your Netflix password. And Netflix will never ask for your information through a third-party vendor or website. Now, that's important because when I said earlier, check the email address that sent you the email or check the link that you were supposed to click on in the text message, if it looks like it's a third-party company or something unrelated to Netflix, red flag because Netflix is telling us they're never going to use some outside website or company to collect their cash basically <laughs> what Netflix will likely do is wait for you to log into your Netflix account and then have it pop up like your subscription is not popping right now so we need you to make a payment if anything companies are going to email you directly and tell you to log into your account to take care of an issue so keep that in mind as well now Scammers are not only using Netflix for this kind of scam, but they are using any company that many of us may be familiar with. So this includes Amazon, Apple, McAfee, Norton, and so many more. Now, keep in mind, they're using all these different companies. So your goal is to focus in on the red flags themselves and not the specific company. So you might run into this same kind of scam that the Netflix scammers are doing, but it might be for a different company. So you want to keep those red flags in mind. Take notes if you need to for this episode. <laughs> Next up is the Amazon scam. Again, Amazon is not scamming, but the scammers claim to be with Amazon. Now, in this scam, they will say, hey, there was an order made on your account for an iPhone or Mac laptop for $1,200. It's usually some kind of Apple product and the order is typically over $1,000. And they'll ask if you placed the order. Obviously, you didn't. So you're probably going to freak out because you're thinking, I'm about to lose $1,200. In this scam, the scammers are relying on your fear to get your information. The scammer will make the situation seem urgent by saying you need to cancel the order immediately. So the fear that they're preying on and the sense of urgency is to keep you focused on what the scammer is saying so you don't do anything crazy like, check your Amazon account or check your bank account. Remember, we have access to our accounts directly from our phones and it should only take a few seconds to check those accounts. The scammer may even say they can connect you to your bank so your bank can cancel the order. If you let them quote unquote transfer you, they are actually going to connect you to their fellow scammer who is also in on the scam. The fellow scammer is going to sound legit like, oh, ma'am, thank you so much for calling PNC Bank, Bank of America, Truist, Ch whatever, right? Thank you for calling. And, and this is what the scammer is going to say. So the first guy is going to say, oh, what's the name of your bank? I'll transfer you to your bank. And you're going to say, my bank is Bank of America. Okay, please hold one second. Let me transfer you. Fellow scammer is going to say, hi, welcome to Bank of America. And they're sitting on the couch next to each other. 
Like they're, they are pulling this information out of you little by little. So the fellow scammer, the second guy is going to ask you, okay, can you please give me your first and last name? And can you give me your bank account number? I'll pull up your information. Ah, yes, I do see where there was a purchase for $1,200 for, for those products, right? Can you give me your debit card number? What's your email address? They're going to pull out as much information as you're willing to give. And you're freaking out like, oh, yeah, my debit card number is this. I didn't make that purchase. That wasn't me. I need to cancel it. Let's go through the red flags on this one. Okay. So in this scam, they're relying on your fear and they're using urgency. So again, do you have an Amazon account? If not, red flag. Number two. Ask yourself if Amazon really has the time to call individual customers to approve and or confirm the customer's orders. They don't. They don't. And I actually looked this up. Just so you know, Amazon ships out 1.6 million packages a day. Baby, they're not calling you. <laughs> they're not calling you to see if you place that order. So ask yourself, why would an Amazon employee need to connect you to your bank to cancel an order from Amazon. I'm going to say that again. Why would an Amazon employee need to connect you to your bank to cancel an order from Amazon? Why wouldn't the Amazon employee just cancel it? Seems a little suspicious, right? (laughs) Number four, check your Amazon app slash account and see if there are any pending orders. And then last but not least, check your bank account for any fraudulent transactions. If you see a pending uh, transaction for $1,200 that matches what the person is saying, okay, we might need to ask some more questions. But if you're looking at your Amazon account, you're looking at your bank account and you're not seeing what this person is talking about, red flag, definitely red flag. Now, again, if you're still not sure, hang up and call Amazon customer service directly to confirm there is fraudulent activity on your account. And you definitely want to reach out to them directly for that. Remember, scammers will pretend to be all kinds of companies. So you're not looking for a specific company. Like I said, you're looking for the red flags. So take notes on these red flags. Another phone scam is the family scam. And this scam targets our grandparents. And y'all, I just, I hate it. But remember, anybody can catch the scam. That includes you. So for this particular scam, you can get this through a phone call, text message, or email. And scammers will call you or your precious grandparents and say that you or another family member of yours is in trouble, maybe even in jail. And they need your the family member needs money immediately in order to get out of trouble. Again, what are they preying on? Your fear and your desire to help your family. And they're also using that sense of urgency. So what are the red flags in this scam that you should look out for? Number one, would this family member normally reach out to you if they were in need of something? If not, red flag. And I don't mean you and this family member don't get along, but I mean like think of that cousin who you love. You love, you get along. Y'all show up at the family reunion, it's hugs and kisses. Y'all are playing Foursquare in the corner, right? Think of that cousin that you love. Now, think about how often you might talk to that cousin, right, outside of the family reunion. Think of who that cousin is typically around. Would they call you first to take care of a problem or would they call their parents or maybe their grandparents or some other aunt or uncle, maybe their siblings, maybe another cousin, maybe their 
their friends that are not in the family, right? So think about like, would this family normally reach out to me in their moment of need? Like, how did we skip past the first 15 people on a emergency list and get to me? That is going to be a red flag. Number two, is it likely that this particular family member that the scammer is talking about would be in trouble or jail? Now, we all got some people in our family who are more likely to need some assistance, right? <laughs> I'm trying to put this real polite, like <laughs> who would need some some extra help? But then we have some family members who you're like, I don't think that girl leave the house. <laughs> so so you 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 got to ask yourself, like, is it likely that this family member would be in trouble or jail? And not that it's impossible, but would they be in trouble or in jail and be in need of money specifically? Given, it's given it's given red flags on that one and then third thing is can you text this family member to see if they're okay can you call them to see if they're okay in this day and age we should be able to quickly reach out to a family member and ask cousin are you okay because the people said they got you <laughs> you should be able to shoot them a quick test text message or a phone call and the reason a lot of people fall for this one is because they're so caught up in the urgency of the scam and just the shock that this particular family member would need to be like need some assistance or be in trouble. Right. And this actually happened to someone I know um, it happened to their their grandmother. And so the the scammer calls their grandmother and says, hey, your your granddaughter's in trouble. Um, you know, she really needs help. She needs money. And so the grandmother's like um the I, i'm not gonna say their name but their grandmother is like there's no way that that granddaughter would be in trouble she was like now if you had called me about my other grandbaby you might have got me but that grandbaby no no i don't think so so you know like even grandma pete gamer was like mm, nah now if you had called me about the other one maybe but not this one so remember just just ask yourself some of the questions like does this seem legit? Is it likely that it'd be that particular family member? If not, red flag. This scam is also common um, when a Facebook account is hacked and the scammer pretends to be someone from your friends list asking for money. So here are the red flags. How often do you talk to that person? Because remember, our friends list is is very long. Some of us have hundreds of friends on Facebook. Some Some got thousands. How often do you talk to this person? Are y'all really friends in real life? Are y'all really family in real life, right? Number two, does this person have your phone number? And if they do, why are they asking for money through Facebook instead of just calling or texting you? This this actually happened to me before. <laughs> the scammer's been trying to get me. This happened to me before a few years ago. I was in the process of planning um, a high school reunion with some of my classmates. And one of the classmates that was on the committee with me to plan this, she sent me a Facebook message and was like, hey, can I get $500 to pay my rent next month? Now, I knew that this particular classmate had a partner, had family, had friends, and we were in a group message together. I knew she had my phone number and I was just like, this is so sketch. Like, why would she ask me for $500? Turns out it wasn't her. Her stuff had been hacked. So, again... Things that you want to ask yourself is like, how often do I talk to this person? Does this person have my phone number? If they do, why are they using Facebook? Red flag. And then number three, why are they asking you specifically for money? I don't know if it's just me, but I don't 
think I'm people's first like thought in emergency situations, right? It, unless it comes to like legal stuff, right? But I'm thinking to myself, it is very likely that this person is probably going to call five other people, maybe 20 other people before they get to me. So why are they asking you specifically for money is going to be a really good question for you to ask yourself. So again, the purpose of scams is to trick you and prey on your natural response and emotions. Think through requests for money and ask yourself these kind of questions to avoid becoming a victim. The family scam can seem very sincere, but once the money is gone, it can really affect your budget and your goals. So you really got to like slow down. And I know sometimes we get really nervous and scared, like my family member or my money. What like you got to take a deep breath and take a couple of seconds to think about what this person is saying to you on the phone. Now, the next scam is a little wild and a little racist. And by little, I mean, it's a lot of racist. <laughs> so It's the threatening IRS scam. And so for this one, the scammer will call and say they are with the IRS and they may even offer up a badge number to make it sound legit. The scammer will claim that you owe money to the IRS and nobody in the U.S. wants to owe money to the IRS. <laughs> so they'll say you owe money to the IRS and they're going to be like, you need to pay this money immediately, like the roof is on fire you got to pay this money immediately the scammer might even say that um, you can make your payment with a gift card or through a wireless transfer if it doesn't look like you're willing to pay them they may threaten to arrest you deport you suspend your driver's license and or suspend your business with this scam the scammer may even become hostile and aggressive and may even insult you and your intelligence so what are the red flags if you notice them, then then that means you're getting on the road. You're starting to pick up. First red flag, aggression. Remember, aggression will always be a red flag. Most employees are just chilling at work, right? They're making their phone calls. They're doing their work, doing what they got to But, like, to be aggressive, though, no one's doing that. Like, think, think of how many times you were aggressive. If, if, you're, if you work at a call center or if you make phone calls at work, which is most of us, Think of, count on your hands how many times you were aggressive at work. Exactly. Like, no one's doing that. And most companies record calls for quality assurance, so aggression is going to be a major red flag. Number two, the IRS is usually going to notify people by mail and likely certified mail so they can confirm you received the letter. And number three, threatening arrest and deportation. That's the racism, by the way. Red flag. It's it's the IRS. So once you hear arrest and deportation, suspended license, like next. <laughs> and number four, oh my gosh, the gift card, y'all, please, for the love of all things that are sweet and chocolate, gift cards are the reddest of flags. I mean, bloodshot red. Like it, when you hear gift card, I need you to run. I need you to pack your things and I need you to run. And I'm going to give y'all a bonus scam because literally I just found out that this happened to one of my family members earlier this week. And this did not happen that long ago. Uh, the family member went online and ordered a rental car for about $200. The person they contacted said that my family member needed to put the money on a gift card so they could make the payment for the rental company. So go to the store get the gift card for $200 and then call me, read off the gift card numbers, etc. And then I will get you the, the rental vehicle. 
My family member got the gift card and paid. We're still waiting for the rental. Now, I don't know why this scam would have made sense to my family member. But what do I tell you guys? We're not going to blame people for being victims of scams. And what we have to remember is that people are coming in, like being pulled into scams from all different angles, right? All different areas of life. So to me, I'd have been like, y'all need a gift card for a rental? But I've, I've rented cards before. This family hasn't rented a car ever, I don't think actually. So, so you have to remember that like some of these scammers are getting by simply because what sounds sketchy to you might not sound sketchy to the next person but I need y'all to remember that gift cards are going to be a major red flag in a scam like most companies if not all companies have a payment system that you can pay the company directly through their website so please I mean as soon as you hear gift card I need you to think black girl budget just told me about this actually and I need you to run hang up run close the website, whatever you got to do, okay? Now, back to the IRS. They may try this scam in reverse and tell you that you have a tax refund that's pending and they want your bank account information so they can send it to you. This is very popular during, during tax season. Whoever did your taxes, contact that person if you didn't do your taxes yourself and confirm when and how your payment is coming in and how much your payment is going to be. That's going to be really a really helpful way to just shut all of that down. Another common phone scam is um, one that a lot of us have probably encountered, and this is the bank scam. Scammers will claim they are from your banking institution or from a banking institution, I should say. And they will say that your debit slash credit card has been compromised, right? So automatically, what are we doing? Freaking out. The scammer is also going to claim that they need to close your account and get you a new card and they will say that your account access has been blocked this is key they're going to say oh ma'am we've noticed some you know fraudulent activity on your account access to your account has been blocked we are going to close your account and get you a new card so as soon as you hear access to my account has been blocked what you're not thinking is well let me check my account because they've already told you access has been blocked they're saying that specifically so you will not go check your banking account or app to confirm that you still have access to it right to confirm there's no fraudulent activity the scammer may also quote unquote transfer you to another department to close your account and to shut down your card remember the transfer red flag from earlier someone calls you and wants to transfer you in order to gather additional information red flag red flag now, can you guess what some of the other red flags in this particular scam are? Because this one is a little tricky. So I want to make sure we all get this. This is a little tricky because some banks will actually call, text, or email you if there is fraudulent activity on your card. And the scammers have actually started setting up their phone numbers so that their uh, number shows up on your caller ID as an actual bank, as if it's legit. So we have to be on our P's and Q's for this. So first red flag, check your bank account through the app or your online account. If you have access and you see no fraudulent activity, red flag. Second, banks will likely close down your debit or credit card that's attached to the account, but not necessarily close the account itself. So that's a red flag when they start saying we got to close your account, red flag. And that's because banks are not going to close accounts over the phone. I'm going to need you to slide into a branch and shut that bad boy down, okay? 
red flag. Number four, if it seems legit, listen to what they are asking you for. If they call to say your card has been compromised, why would they then ask you to enter in your full card number? That is a red flag. Also, keep in mind that like they're going to call you and say that there is some kind of issue, right, with your with your bank account. You calling me about my bank account. Now, keep in mind, some of us have five bank accounts. I imagine bank employee that you know which account you are calling me about. So ask yourself another question. Why would I enter in my bank number? But also, why would I give them my full bank account number, like debit card number or bank account number? So ask yourself, why do they need to transfer me to another department? You called me bank employee, but now you got to transfer me. That transfer is another red flag. If you're not 100% sure if this is legit, hang up call your bank directly and ask what's going on. You can also go into a branch of your bank so you're 1,000% sure that you are speaking with a representative of the bank. The banking scam can also be done via text and I actually received one of these recently and the message said, <laughs> the message said access to my Bank of America account had been blocked because of a transaction on my account. Y'all, please tell me why I do not have an account with Bank of America. <laughs> like I have never had an account with Bank of America. So what is that? Red flag. I can hear y'all shouting it out. That is a red flag. Okay. Now this, um, this other scam that we're going to go through, I'm just going to go through this one real quick because they come in different forms. But remember, we're not looking for a specific company. And at this point, we're not even looking for a specific type of scam because they're, you have to remember scammers are very adaptive and they're going to catch on that other people have caught on and they're going to adapt their scam. So we're looking for the red flags and we're listening for the information that they are trying to get out of us. So with this tech support scam, I think it's like one of the worst scams out there. You will get a phone call from tech support out of nowhere, right? Person is going to call you and they'll say that your computer is messed up, that it's compromised, that it's got malware on it, that it's been hacked, etc. And automatically you're like, dang, they got my computer. Like, it's crazy. The scammer is going to ask you to allow them to have remote access to your computer. Do not do this. I need to take a long pause here because... Do not do this. And and for those of us who work with computers or work in corporate or whatever, you you know how IT will call you and be like, hey, can I have remote access to your computer to help you fix whatever problem you're having, right? That's what the scammers are going to do. Now, if you do not work in corporate, you don't work around computers or whatever, basically, they're going to send you, like, the scammer will send you a link and you click on that link and it gives them access, you know, they will be able to like log in and see your entire computer. They can see your files. They can see everything on your computer, right? They might send you a link. They might send you an email with the link. Just when you hear remote access, literally someone who is not where you are with your laptop is trying to access your computer. Major red flag. Please do not do this. I cannot stress this e enough the scammers may ask for access to your computer during a scam that is that is the uh, amazon scam i mentioned earlier or similar to what i mentioned earlier just 
please don't give them your information because they will have all of your info in a heartbeat. And I saw a girl on TikTok. This happened to her father. They were trying to get remote access. And I think her father wasn't understanding what they wanted to do. So he called her over to help. And she ended up helping. And she's like, it all went really, really fast. But before I knew it, they had remote access. And they got access to the camera within the laptop. And they were like, we know where you live. We know your first and last name. Like, we're going to come to your house. It was the way she explained it. It was insane. So just please don't give remote access to anyone that's asking for it. And you you are not 100% sure of who that person is. I'm, I want to say it again, but I won't. We're going to move on. <laughs> so the next scam that I'm going to mention is the, oh my gosh, the free gifts scam. Please, please, please watch out for these. These come in all shapes and sizes, all shapes and sizes, all different kind of gifts. But essentially, the scammer is going to offer you something for free to get you to click on a link. I promise you, nothing they offer you for free is worth what they are about to steal from you, okay? As my dad always says, if it seems too good to be true, it probably is, exactly. So the gift scam, um, they're, I mean, they're going to offer you, I li- as a matter of fact, I literally just got this text message. Hold on, I'm about to read it to y'all real quick <laughs> because this was crazy. Okay, was it this one? Yes, this is the second one. I'm looking through my text messages real quick. This is the, this is the second one that I got. There's another one in here. Can't find it. Anyway, okay. This is what this one says, y'all. Same day delivery is free. 20% off CVS health brand goods with free shipping. Additionally, answer this right now and you'll get $75. So this is, this is a new CVS health scan, CVS health scam i can't even get the words out and what i said earlier is not that cvs is scamming anyone it is that scammers are pretending to be cvs um somebody else just sent me this same scam i'm gonna find it and read it to y'all real quick hold on okay for a limited time cvs is giving free up to okay so remember i talked to y'all about spelling errors and grammar for a limited time comma CVS is giving free up to $100 to anybody who is struggling financially today. (laughs) This is insane. Please fill out the form and think about those who are in need. Y'all, what are they trying to do? Oh, my gosh. So someone said this to me the other day. I don't think I fully read it. In this message alone, there's a there's a spelling. There's a grammar error, right? So for a limited time, comma, CVS is giving free up to 100 giving free what? They don't say. So we know we got an error. That's a red flag. But here's the thing. Why is CVS passing out $100? What's CV? Did CVS get a grant? Of course not. But then, y'all, listen to this. So it says, to anybody who is struggling financially, they are going after people who are also in desperate situations. That's going to be another important thing. Even if you get something and you're like, this isn't really scaring me or this doesn't seem urgent. They're going after people who are, quote unquote, struggling financially today that's crazy and then what what else do they say in this one single text message please fill out the form and think about those who are in need they want you to forward this to other people who may be struggling that's that's what that is and it's so subtle sometimes like it's insane how subtle it can be and then this is what the link says http backslash backslash wearing p liable dot directory backslash like this link looks 
very suspicious very suspicious so remember that free like the free gifts is that they're trying to say we're going to give you $40, $75, we'll give you a free gift card. Just click this link below and we'll give it to you. Fam, if you giving me something for free, just give it to me for free. Like I'm I'm not going to play with y'all. The other thing you have to watch out for when it comes to the gift scams is that um they will ask you, they'll say we'll give you something for free. But you have to pay for shipping and handling or the taxes. What they're trying to do is get a small amount of money out of you in comparison to the thing that's going to be free. And they're doing this to a bunch of people. So think about it. They might say, oh, shipping and handling is $5. You know, for a lot of people, $5 is nothing. So we're like, yeah, sure. Here's $5. Send me my free thing. And we never get the free thing, right? Now, $5 is not a lot to some people. If they do this to a thousand people, in a week, I'll be generous and say, and everyone gives $5 and no one gets the free gift, you can see how that starts to add up. So they're looking for small amounts of money that most people won't blink an eye at. And that's how that scam works. Oh, just pay for the shipping and handling. Just pay for the taxes. Just pay for postage, whatever. If it's free, send it to me for free, fam. You cover the shipping fees, right? (laughs) The red flag is that this scam this gift scam is completely unprompted and it's not actually free if you ever have to give over money it's not actually free last but not least is the um are the utility scams you may get a call from a scammer pretending to be your electric company your water company your phone provider etc and they'll tell you that your payment is late and you need to pay it immediately and if you don't pay it right now they're going to cut off your service what are the red flags automatically? Fear and urgency. As soon as they start saying immediately right now, if you don't do it right now, we'll cut them off within the hour. If you don't do X right now, I'll do Y immediately. Like they're, they're trying to freak you out so that you can't think straight and you're going to start giving them information that you don't want to give them. So this scam um, is also preying on people who are unorganized. If you have the Ultimate Budget Blueprint, it's very easy for you to stay organized. So the way I created the Ultimate Budget Blueprint is the same way that I budget my money. But what what you literally do is enter in what all your bills are, estimate what your bills are. And then when you type in what your actual bill is, that's your way of saying to yourself, okay, I've paid this bill. So when a scammer calls you and says you're late on your payment, if if you don't remember, you immediately just go look at your budget blueprint and you're like hmm, looks like I already paid this bill so obviously this is a scam right and that's what happened to me utility company I feel like people really be trying to scam me out utility company scammers called me oh your payment is late if we don't cut it off like if you don't send the money we're going to cut your services off right now I was like dang that's real aggressive because I feel like I make my payment I pay my bills my bills are paid but why didn't y'all call me sooner y'all talking about cutting off my services the guy ended up getting aggressive on the phone and that's how I was like, nah, this is definitely a scam. I hung up, called my utility company and the lady was like, yeah, there are definitely scammers pretending to be us, like pretending to be the company, but they are not the company. Please spread the word that that is not us and we will not call you to shut off your utilities or ask for money. We will shut off your utilities and then when you call us, we will take your money which I feel like it's a little cold hearted, but, but at least we recognize that they're not going to call us. So 
just keep in mind, like understand how the companies you use operate as well. So that way you can recognize the red flags. If you know your utility company will shut off your services and not call you, when you get the call from the scammer, immediate red flag, immediate red flag. So get the budget blueprint and start organizing your finances. That's another way to, to steer clear scam, scams because they're really looking for people who are unorganized, who don't know when their bills come out, who don't know if their bills got paid or had a different due date, got changed. Like they are looking for people who are completely unorganized. Now, I can't go through every single scam that's out there, but I've given you guys enough red flags to spot a scam a mile away. So share this episode with as many people as you can so they are aware of the common scams that are going around and the red flags that we can spot if we ever get into a scammy situation. Remember the average loss in 2021 to scams was $502. For the year 2022, I want the statistics to go down. I want it to be less than $450 that people are claiming to be scammed out of on average because with this information, we need to share it. We need to repeat it, text it to each other. Like we need to just let people know that we are not losing money. We're not having money stolen from us anymore. We work hard for our money and there's no reason we should have it stolen from us. So here's some ways that you can also fight back aside from sharing this episode and sharing this information. Let calls with unknown numbers go to voicemail. So if you don't recognize a phone number, just let it go to voicemail. And a lot of phone companies have started to um, use caller ID to show scam likely, right? So that's been very, very helpful for a lot of us. But there are still numbers that slip through that don't say scam likely. And then as I mentioned earlier, some scammers have really set their numbers up to where it says Regions Bank or Truist Bank or Bank of America. So you really want to um, let those calls go to voicemail if you don't recognize them. Um, If it's important, the person will leave a message or they will call back. And once you recognize that a message, like if you get a text message or an email, once you recognize that it's scam, block the email address and or the phone number, if it was a text message, and delete the message. If the scam is related to a specific company, you can also report that call or scam that you received. Just report it directly to the company. I believe Netflix has uh, an email address that you can send. I think it's like phishing at netflix.com that you can forward those kind of emails to. And it's phishing with a PH, by the way. Phishing at Netflix. Not that I'm trying to be condescending, but I know it sounds like I'm saying phishing, like let's go phishing. But just so we're clear, it's PH, phishing scam. You can uh, email Netflix directly so that they're aware of any potential scammers that are out there. Um, The other thing you want to do is think through the questions that are being asked, but also ask questions. A lot of scammers are not thinking too far into the details of the scam. So you may be able to trip them up and they might hang up before you do. (laughs) Like one time, um, I want to say it was like an Amazon scammer called me or someone. They were like, oh, um, you know, there's been an order placed on your account. Did you place the order? And I was like, oh, I'm not sure. What's the confirmation number? And the guy's like, um, confirmation number? I was like, yeah, obviously when you place an order, we all get confirmation numbers. Like, what's the confirmation number? Y'all, why did this man recite my phone number back to me? I was like, sir, be blessed. Okay, please 
get get off of my phone right so so you start asking questions they they start tap dancing because they didn't really think it through they just thought that the fear and the urgency and the aggression would get you caught up enough to where you would go ahead and start providing information and or money um now i also got a lot of people in my comments on some of my my scan series videos that were saying oh my gosh people are still answering the phone for unknown numbers and like I said earlier, let's remember we are not going to blame people for being victims of scams, but also keep in mind that we are all living very different lives. Some of us are waiting to hear back from job interviews that we're going on. Some of us have family members who call us from various phone numbers for different reasons. And then some of us have cracked phone screens so we can't even see who's calling. <laughs> Either way, people are answering their phone for various reasons. Even if they don't recognize the number, they're free to answer their phone. So we're not going to judge people for answering their phone. It is one way to combat phone scams by letting those calls go to voicemail and then listening to the message. But again, there are, there are a million reasons why someone might answer a phone call from someone they don't recognize the number of. I, I can't go through all of them, but we're not going to blame people for being victims. What we want to do is provide awareness information and tips on how to combat these scammers so don't forget these scams can come in different forms like text messages emails phone calls dms facebook etc so please please be on the alert as we continue to move through this season share this information with friends and family and save a budget <laughs> don't forget to subscribe to the podcast channel and the youtube channel and follow me on instagram and tiktok for more daily content Thanks for joining the Black Girl Budget Podcast, Episode 2, Season 4, and I'll talk to you next week.